Uh, this summer, last couple weeks, what have you found yourself observing? Just as you go through life, what captures your attention? Uh, my wife and I, and well, family, just returned from a trip to uh, western Colorado to visit my wife's uh, family and uh, friends that we have out there. And uh, it made me think that years ago when we lived in Colorado, I had a friend who could identify every single car from the 50s and the 60s. It completely amazed me. He could tell you the make and the model and the year. I'm like, okay, how can you tell between the 64 Ford Mustang and the 65 Ford Mustang? He, he just told me. And uh, he just grew up observing these cars. Uh, but he's not here tonight, and I am. And I observe trees. And I, I really like to observe trees. They just, I guess, capture my attention, you could say, as I uh, go, through, go through life. Uh, and when I read the Bible and it talks about trees, I kind of perk up. Ooh, well, this is kind of what the sermon is about tonight. Uh, I also like to uh, explore God's creation with other people. Uh, on our trip to Colorado, our family did some beautiful hikes. Uh, two weeks ago at Timothy Christian, I led an outdoor explore camp where uh, upper elementary and middle school uh, students, uh, we would gather at school and we went off exploring different forest preserves and nature centers in the area. And I was thinking about that and I thought, you know, every year I go to pretty much the same places now, but I don't get tired of it. Every time I go, it, oh, this is neat being here. And I have some... Uh, some kids that have returned to this camp year after year, and they do not tire of this either. Now, tonight, when we look to God's word, some of these words may be very familiar to you. Uh, some may be new. I kind of think the points that I make tonight are not going to be some, you know, land uh, or just historical, groundbreaking uh, theological truths that you've never heard about before. Uh, but we're going to take a a look at God's word, and I believe that as we look to God's word with a heart of submission, perfect submission, as we do, uh, God's word would speak to us, will speak to us, and I challenge you tonight uh, to, to be aware of how God is challenging you uh, to be more committed to him, be more responsive to him as your creator and your redeemer. First, we will look at uh, Psalm uh, chapter 1, or Psalm, Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Not so the wicked, they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. And then Psalm 96 Sing to the Lord a new song, 
Sing to the Lord, all the earth. Sing to the Lord and praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound in all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant in everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord, for he comes. He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. This is the word of the Lord. O God, please use your word to accomplish your will in our lives tonight, we pray. Amen. Amen. My point this evening is simple. We need to worship God every day. I think I'm in a friendly audience. You would agree. Worship God every day. How? I'd like to make two points of how, and in a few moments I'll be very specific on this as, as to the how. How? Speak the word, look at the world. Speak the word, look at the world. Psalm chapter 1 speaks about God's word as something that needs to be foundational for our lives. God's word is not to be treated, oh, I had my little quiet time in the morning, now push the Bible to the side and get, on, get along with my life. God's word is, is something that we need to live our life upon, foundational. And so it says we are called to meditate upon God's word throughout the day, throughout our lives. The Jewish people would often meditate by speaking it out loud. So I said, how do you worship God every day? You speak the word. When I think about meditating on God's word, I think of these things simply. Know the word, think about it, delight in it, and then the natural result is you do it. You, you got to know it. You got to read it. But it doesn't end there. Meditation isn't just one reading and move on. It's, it's to think about it. And then as we think about God's word, I believe God's spirit begins to work in us and gives us a delight in his word. And then when we delight, it's not somebody saying, you need to obey the Bible. No, you delight in it. You want to follow God's word. Delighting and then obeying God. There's another uh, psalm that I want to bring into this point about speaking God's word. It's uh, Psalm 92, uh, just two verses. The righteous... Who are the righteous? The righteous are the ones that know God's word, delight in it, and do it. 
the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord, an image of worship, worshiping God. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Now, when I think about palm trees and the Holy Land, I think about the city of Jericho. That's where palm trees grew. Now, Jerusalem is in the mountains. Jericho, okay, Jerusalem's in the mountains. Jericho is below sea level. So the, the walk between Jerusalem and Jericho is over 15 miles. It is through the Judean wilderness, and it is a drop in elevation of over 3,000 feet. It is a difficult walk. Take hours. Now, as you're walking from Jerusalem to Jericho in the Judean wilderness, you're going to get very hot. You're going to get very thirsty, very tired. And I can imagine people taking that walk, and at one point in the distance, they don't see the the city of Jericho yet, but they see the palm trees. And the palm trees signal shade and water and relief. The palm trees were a blessing. Jericho, in fact, was really an oasis in the desert. And the righteous stand tall and strong and secure as, as palm trees in a deserty land, but there is the blessing of palm trees. Uh, this text uh, in Psalm 92 also talks about the cedar of Lebanon. Uh, we have heard of those trees north of Israel in Phoenicia, today Lebanon, uh, trees that live for hundreds and hundreds of years, grow over 100 feet tall, They were the most majestic, awe-inspiring trees of the region. They also had such helpful wood. It makes a nice deck, cedar wood, right? It also makes a nice temple as well. Uh, So people knew about cedar trees. I mean, they they were the tree. And the righteous, those who speak the word, who live with God's word as the foundation of their lives, They are like a tree planted by streams of water whose leaf does not wither, who bears its fruit in season. They are like a palm tree. They are like a cedar of Lebanon. The point of this passage with the trees is that if you speak God's word, you live a prosperous life. You speak God's word. You meditate upon God's word. Then your mind begins to think God's economy, not merely the human economy. And in God's economy, through meditation of God's word, you will live a successful life. This is a promise in God's word. I think... uh, As I uh, teach students, I know that very often students can struggle with faith. And uh, even tonight, there might be some here that are just struggling with what they believe and their their faith in in God's word and in Jesus Christ. And I would invite you, if you are struggling, just to to have a little experiment. Uh, Observe people that you know, not famous people, you don't know them, but just people you know. 
Observe people that you know that have their lives founded on God's word and are following it. And also people who are rejecting God's word. And just take a look at the difference in those people's lives. The difference from what I observed, have observed, is huge. With all my heart, I want my life founded on the word of God. Before I leave this point, I want to become very practical. How can we speak God's word? And so here's an idea that I'll throw out there, and it is this. Uh, Pick a verse or a few verses that you resonate with. Memorize those verses, and then commit to saying out loud those verses when you wake up in the morning, and may they be the last words on your tongue before you go to sleep at night, kind of the bookends of your day, end of your sleep. And then, perhaps during the day, you will find occasion where perhaps you are by yourself or or whatever, and then say those words again, out loud. And as we just simply speak a few verses from God's word throughout the day, we will be living Psalm 1. I have uh, chosen Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. And, And it goes on. And I like to say those words, Colossians 3, 1 to 4, when I wake up in the morning, before I go to bed at night, and also throughout the day as well. Now, uh, the other day, my, a couple weeks ago, my wife and I were out running errands. And she said, oh, I need to stop at a store. And it's a store I don't like. I mean, it's a nice store, but it's Party City. So uh, she said, I need to, it's a fine store. No, I'm sorry, no editorial remarks. Okay, it's a fine store. So uh, I, but I said, I will, I will stay in the car and you go in. It's the party city on Oak, in uh, Oak Brook over here. Yes? Am I connecting with the congregation? Yes, okay. So, uh, uh, so I dropped her off and, and I parked. Now, what do people usually do in our world when they're waiting? Okay, I'll tell you what they do. I'll tell you what you do. If you're waiting, okay, get the screen out. You look at the screen, right? Okay, text or look at something. This is what we do. Okay, and this is fine. Okay, this is good. It's it's helpful. Okay, we all we all do this. Uh, so I was there in the parking lot. I had no screen with me. Like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm in the car, no screen. And uh, so I got out of the car, and there was a tree there. It's nice. And I, I stood next to the tree. Actually, it was so that my wife could see where I was parked when she came out. And I stood there, and uh, I began speaking God's word. Uh, in, this, in this case, it was uh, the armor of God passage in Ephesians chapter 6. And uh, I just was saying it quietly, not attracting attention, of course, but I just began going over that passage that I had in memory. And right there in the parking lot outside of Party City, I was meditating on God's word. I had this this holy moment of worship 
right there. And after I went through the passage, I thought, wow, that, that was good. Oh, I'm glad that I did this. And so I would encourage you to think about times in your life through the week that God is calling you to have his word on your lips and you speak his word. And as you speak his word, you are acknowledging God, acknowledging the truth of his word. You are worshiping him. Worship God every day. Speak the word and then look at the world. Look at the world. Psalm 96, a psalm I read, and I'd like to uh, just focus on uh, the end of the end of the psalm there. Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the sea resound in all that is in it, let the fields be jubilant in everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord. God's sovereign and saving rule affects creation. There is a sense in which everything in the natural world rejoices in its creator. The animals, the trees, the oceans, the mountains, the great plains, they combine together as a chorus to do what? To reflect God's character. And as the created world reflects the character of God, the majesty, the creativity, the wonder of God, as the created world reflects God's character, it is, in a sense, delighting, rejoicing, pointing people that there is something much bigger than ourselves. And so I would encourage you throughout the day to think about what you observe it, what you observe. I mean, a 65 Mustang is nice. It's the year of my birth. It's, it's good, okay? Uh, but think about what you see in God's world and just take a moment to reflect on God's creation and how, as you look at his creation, it is, in fact, wanting to draw your eyes to what is behind it, to who created it, to the attributes of Almighty God. Think about you wake up in the morning, and perhaps when you wake up on a particular morning, there is something that is burdening you. Life isn't going smoothly these days. And you look outside, and you see the cycle of seasons in progress. Perhaps you just see a flower. And for a moment there, you look at that flower, and you thank God for his faithfulness in his creation. And then you thank God for his faithfulness in your life, in whatever you are going through. All that is is simply looking and being still in God's world. Two weeks ago, I uh, was in my outdoor explore camp, 
and we were at Waterfall Glen, down Route 83, a little bit past 91st Street, very southern uh, forest preserve in DuPage County there. And uh, there's a creek there, and uh, I, like, I just like to hike in a creek. It's, it's, it's beautiful. So I had, I had 28 kids hiking in a creek. There were three of us leaders. We're all fine. Anyway, so we're hiking in this creek, and we got to a place that we were just surrounded by tall trees and, and the water, and then there were some rock formations there. And I said, all right, I'd like us all to be silent for two minutes. Can we do this? You know, let's be silent. Keep your eyes open. Listen. And I want you to observe and think about God. Maybe you pray. Maybe you just contemplate God's greatness and just see what's around you. And I will tell you, they were quiet for two minutes. And it was peaceful. It was wonderful. And I believe that God was honored. And in our own little way, the, the 30 of us, we worshiped God standing in that creek in Waterfall Glen because we were observing God's world. We have a little dog at home, and I often walk the dog. And I use that time as a time to, to pray a little, to observe, uh, to contemplate, to enjoy God's creation. And so I walk the dog, but it's also, it is a walk of worship, a walk of worship, because I'm simply observing God's world. I think it's very interesting that in the New Testament, Jesus Christ is identified as the Word. And so earlier, the first point was speak the Word. And our lives need to be founded in the Word of God. Well, with Jesus Christ, he needs to be the foundation of our lives. And as we are so thankful for God's grace to us through Jesus Christ, our natural response should be, Jesus, with you as the center, may I walk in your way. May I walk in your word and live my life speaking your word. It also says in the book of Romans that creation is groaning, yearning for the day of redemption. God cares for creation. And through Jesus Christ, ultimately, creation will be restored as well. And so as believers in Jesus Christ, I would like to encourage each one of you in this room to consider these words from the book of Psalms, to worship God every day. And tonight and this week specifically, how is God calling you to speak God's word and to look at God's world? Amen.